This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. They have everything from Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans. They've got everything you want. I have the Saucy, which is a terrific saucepan. It has curved sides. It has a pouring spout. It has a lid. And it looks so elegant. It's really a pleasure just to look at it on the counter, even before we're using it. Yes, I love all the colors. Yeah. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code HAPPIER. That's greatjones.com, promo code HAPPIER. Hello, we're here for More Happier, a podcast where we get more happier. Every other Saturday, join us for some weekend listening as Elizabeth and I kick back and get more happier. It's observations and reflections with a looser vibe than our regular episode. Hello, Elizabeth. Hey, Gretch. Today, we'll talk about our five senses portrait of a Kansas City Christmas and about the recent observances in honor of the life of Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. But first, something making us more happier. Let's just what's making you more happier. Well, Gretch, what's making me more happier is that Sarah and I officially got through what we are calling the first draft Yay! of our novel. I'm clapping for you. That's so huge. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so we ended up deciding that for the end of the book, we would just figure out the beats. We would break the end. So we wrote the first two thirds and then broke the end. And that's what we're calling our first draft. Because what we realized is as we were writing, things were changing so much Mm -hmm. that the end wouldn't even make sense if we sort of continued on. Mm -hmm. But this way we have a beginning, a middle and an end. We have something we can work with. Right. But it would be sort of wasted effort to actually write out word for word the draft for the end the way you did for the first yes. two parts because then you just end up rewriting it because of the kind of yes. evolving nature of the story. But now I think we just both feel such a sense of relief mm-hmm. and we feel like rewriting is to us so much more enjoyable than yes. writing. I don't know if that's yeah, true for yes, you. 100%. So it just doesn't have the same dread. Right. It feels just so much more manageable to rewrite, even though it's a huge amount of rewriting and like everything is different. It just feels easier. Right, right. Well, it's very smart to let a goal evolve because you wanted to have a full draft done by the end of the year, but actually this makes more sense and it's more manageable. So I think it was really 
wise of the two of you to realize, hey, we need to think a little bit more about what we mean by finishing. Yes. And we're this is our plan for the next book. Yeah. We're like, we'll always do this right. because it's always going to be the case that things change right. so much. Right. So now we feel like we're developing our system. Yeah. So it's very exciting. That is exciting. And it always feels good to just set a goal and complete yes. it. You know, our goal was to have something yep. before Christmas, yes. and we did. Yeah. So good on us. Yes. Now, what about you, Gretch? What's making you more happier? Eleanor's on a gap year, and she was on a program away. And she had an amazing time, and now she's home. So it's just fun to have her home, you know? When I wake up in the morning, I see that her bedroom door is shut. I'm like, oh, Eleanor's home. It does mean there's a gigantic pile of shoes by the front door. I'm like, (laughs) okay, let's just... They don't all have to be down there, but it's really, really fun to have her back. So that's something that's making me happier. Oh, yay. You have nice family time. Yes. And you probably get Eliza over more often when Eleanor's home, too. Yeah. No, that's true. Right. Double. Well, welcome home, Eleanor. Mm-hmm. Okay, Gretch, coming up, we're going to share our five senses portrait of a Kansas City Christmas. The first is break. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Elizabeth, fun with the five senses, because ever since I wrote Life in Five Senses, I'm like, we got to tap into the five senses more. It's so great. And we've been meaning to do a five senses portrait of a Kansas City Christmas 
And this was so fun to do. Yes. There's nothing you and I love more than a Kansas City Christmas. Yes. So I got your notes and my notes and like consolidated them. We had a lot of double entries, which is not surprising. So let's go through the final version of the Kansas City Christmas. Yeah. So, okay. Seeing. One, a tree covered in shiny Santa Claus ornaments in black, white, and red. Two, Eliza and Eleanor curled up together asleep on the blow-up bed in a walk-in closet. Three, pages from the old entries in the Christmas book that the grandchildren fill out every year. Four, Eliza sitting on the floor doing a puzzle. Five, the plaza lights. Yeah, and that, Gretchen, the plaza is a famous outdoor shopping mall in Kansas City. And every year on Thanksgiving, they turn on the lights and it's such a sort of iconic Kansas City thing, these beautiful colored lights on the stores. So hearing the DVD of the traditional carols that we play, the bells that our father shakes on Christmas morning to tell everybody it's time to leave their bedrooms and open presents. You can't come out until he rings the bell and says, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> There's the distinctive sound of the elevator in their apartment, as people go in and out running their errands, like you hear the doors opening and closing, you're like, oh, people are coming, people are going. And listening to a Hallmark Christmas movie, I say listening instead of watching because while it is playing on a TV set, we're not watching it, we're listening to it as we're wrapping gifts. So we're listening to a Hallmark Christmas movie. And then, Elizabeth, do you remember that time when Eleanor astonished everybody by just out of nowhere getting up and singing My Ship? as a solo at Christmas dinner, it's like, who knew she could even sing? I was like flabbergasted. That was one of the greatest moments of all time because it was so beautiful and nobody else in the family can sing as far as I know. Well, dad can sing. Dad can sing, but he doesn't stand up and sing a tune. I wish she would do that every year. I loved it so much. I cannot tell you how often I beg her to do it. I mean, both Eliza and Eleanor can sing. I'm like, if I could sing, I would be singing constantly. How are you not tapping into this? And they both just take it for granted. Okay. Smelling. Ooh, the smell of gingerbread cookies from Andre's Bakery. This is my favorite smell in the entire world, I think, is the smell of Andre's gingerbread cookie. There's that pinion incense that dad burns that's very holiday-ish. The smell of burning paper when we light our flying wish papers, which we do after... Do we do that on Christmas Eve or Christmas? Christmas. So that's, we make our wishes for the coming year and makes a distinctive smell. There's that particular scent of what I would call holiday meal. And it drifts out from the kitchen and it's like turkey and sweet potatoes and potatoes and wine and rolls. It's like holiday meal. Yes. And then there's the grocery store smell because we make trip after trip. Jamie loves to go to the grocery store. He will make any excuse to go to a grocery store, and I love a grocery store smell. And then tasting, Gretch. So many Uh, tastes we associate with Christmas. Mom's homemade sausage soup that we eat every Christmas. She knows it's my favorite, so she always Mm. makes it. Yes, so good. The strawberry hard candy. Now, I don't know why, but... These are associated with Christmas, at least for us. I looked it up online because I was like, is this just an idiosyncratic thing of our family? But for some reason, I couldn't figure out why. They are associated with Christmas. And those are the ones that are wrapped in the foil that looks like a strawberry. And then inside the hard candy, there's like a gel. Yeah, really good. Yeah. And then, of course, gingerbread cookies with powdered sugar frosting that we make every year. Love those. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Gretchen, Winstead's Burgers. Of course, of course. And then finally, uh, Princess Garden's Crab Rangoon, which is wontons filled with crab and cream cheese. Yes. Those are very particular to Kansas City. Again, I think Crab Rangoon is like a thing, which surprised me. But yeah, it's a cream cheese, but they're good. They're delicious. Delicious. And then touching. Okay, stepping on one of Jack's Legos on the library floor. How often have we done that? Don't go barefoot when the Legos are underfoot. The fragile glass balls on the wreath that hangs on the inside of the front door. Elizabeth, your giant plushy carrot-shaped slippers that you wear. That is an ancient tradition, but they have a very plushy and giant. Yes. Adam's excellent cookie decorating skills. He's got the touch when it comes to decorating cookies. You can spot his. You can see 100 cookies that we've decorated, and you're like, oh, I know infallibly which ones are Adam's because he is so much better than everybody else at cookie decorating. Yes. And then a new, a relatively new tradition is the escape room that we now do. Yes. And so there's the keys and the documents and the scrolls and the chalices, and, like, there's always the stuff that you have to use, that you have to touch and hold yes. and use and manipulate as part of the escape room experience. Yes. I love all of these yes. things, Gretchen. They all make me yes. smile. Kansas City Christmas. So fun. And Gretchen, related to a Five Senses portrait, what is our spotlight on a tool this week? The Five Senses portrait. It is so fun. We had so much fun doing this together. I now feel like it's such a memento. It's so energizing. So if you have seen the Five Senses journal that I created, it has places for you to do Five Senses portraits. So you could do a person, you could do a place, you could do an experience like we've done it or like an adventure. You could do it with another person the way we did. In the Five Senses journal, there's a place for that. And then just the Five Senses journal is so fun during the holiday time, writing down the notable sensory experiences that you have. That's another way to capture a season of life or a season of the year. So if people are curious, they can check out the Five Senses journal at happiercast.com slash journals. But listen, this is the first time I've done it with someone else. And I have to say, this was super fun. When Eleanor and I went to Paris, I'm like, we should have done Mm. Paris Five Senses portrait while it was still fresh in our minds. And like as a way to memorialize it together. And then I could have just stuck it in the photo album. This is something that I really want to do. That's a great idea. It's a great family. Yeah. We had so much fun doing it together. Yeah. All right, Gretch, coming up, I'm going to ask you about the observances for Sandra Day O'Connor. But first, this break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Gretchen, when I started my career, therapy really helped me work through all of my stresses so that I was able to concentrate at work and do a good job. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Gretchen Rubin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Gretchen Rubin. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. 
As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Yeah, Jack has green light. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hut chore? Mm-hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. Okay, Gretchen, so we talked recently about the passing of Sandra Day O'Connor, who you were a clerk for at the Supreme Court, and you were in Washington, D.C. for the observances for her. So I want to hear all about it. Well, so there were two days, and the first day is an observance called Lying in Repose. And so this is when they bring the coffin of the justice, and it's in the Great Hall, and it's a way for people to pay respects. So all of us clerks went in early in the morning because we had sort of a part to play, so we had to be told how to play our part. That was hurting the cats. So there is this ceremony for, like, when the hearse drives up to the courthouse and the coffin is brought inside. The way it happens is the clerks come out, and we form two columns lining the way up to the door so the coffin would pass between us. And it was really beautiful. Like the way we came out was very formal, very thoughtful. And we all stood, you know, in our right place and then were there to honor her as the coffin was brought in. And that that was really beautiful. And then there was a ceremony there. All the sitting justices were there as, as well as Justice Kennedy And then throughout the day, the public could walk by and pay their respects. And as another part of that day, we did something called keeping vigil, where we would take turns Mm -hmm. standing beside the coffin, which was very moving. It was covered by an American flag. There was her portrait there. And we would just stand there silently and as people walked by. And they could take pictures. It was another form of observance. Well, and Gretchen, it was so nice. A listener of ours was there And she sent us pictures she took of you keeping vigil, which was so nice because otherwise I wouldn't have really understood what that looked like. Right. I was going to take my place. She said hello, which was so such a coincidence in a way that I just happened to be right there as she was getting ready to go through. So it was so nice. Thank you, listener, for saying hello. Always say hello. We enjoy that. Yeah, and then she walked through the line when I was there. So I'll put a picture in it if anybody's kind of curious about what this looks like because you're right. It makes sense when you see it, but I sort of couldn't picture it myself. But that was very, very moving. That was very thoughtful. Everybody was saying how it was really time to reflect. It was a very solemn moment. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. is like in between times, there was a big conference room that we all just hung out in, all the clerks. And we just all caught up with each other. We were telling stories. And Justice O'Connor, she did something that was so lovely. I would not have thought of this myself, but it was was so like her to think about this. So, Mm. So clearly... 
she realized we would all love a keepsake from her. Not just the keepsake that we got when we we had our clerkship, but something else to remember her by. So there was this long table covered with items that we could choose from. Mm. And I'm sure like her family, it's like they want her presidential medal of honor, right? They don't need all these right. lesser items. Like what are they going to do with them? But for us, it's really meaningful. So there was every kind of thing that you could imagine that somebody might accumulate over decades on the bench. Mm. And the funny thing was, Everybody wanted something different. Oh. One of my co-clerks really wanted the Time magazine that had her on the cover, like First Female Justice. And she's like going to take that mm. home and frame it. And my other co-clerk wanted this fishing thing because he always thought of Justice O'Connor. Oh. So it's like this fishing tool. And I got this amazing photograph. I think it was from her first year on the bench. It was definitely in there between 1981 and 1986. It's a picture of all the justices and their husbands and wives. They're in formal clothes, sitting formally in one of the conference rooms and it's so dated the clothes and yes. the colors and she's so young even if it was 1986 I could tell by what justices were included that's how I know it was those years yes and so it was interesting how people gravitated to different items characteristic of her to think like hey this is something that I can do that they'll love and um, will you post a photo yes. of that picture? oh absolutely I'm dying yeah. to see it and you know somebody said to me the atmosphere in the room she was like this is a celebration of life mm. Justice O'Connor she spoke very publicly that she had dementia and her beloved husband John O'Connor also had dementia so we had said goodbye to her already. So this was about reminiscing. This was about swapping stories. We were talking about big cases. How did she influence us? It was really just about her life. And so it it was really, it was wonderful. Even though it was sad, it was also very wonderful. And it's great that she was really honored. She was. She was. She just felt so present. And having these knickknacks, some of them were almost, yeah. it was like so her. Even the things themselves, some of them were very Southwestern. A lot of people wanted Southwestern things because she was so, mm. she loved the American Southwest so much. And her chambers yes. was very decorated, it was kind of odd given the kind of Roman vibe of everything else. So people were like, some people really wanted that. And then Tuesday was the actual funeral. Yes, this was the funeral service at National Cathedral. It was very beautiful, very grand. And here's something interesting that they told us. Okay, apparently in 1986, she wrote in a letter what she wanted at her funeral and like sealed it and said like, to be open to my death. And they did. And then they followed it to the letter because when Justice O'Connor tells you to do something, you do it, no matter when you get that message. So that was very meaningful that we knew that she had picked the music and the scripture readings herself. That was really interesting. It was more meaningful because she picked them. And there were speakers. President Biden was there. He spoke very beautifully. Chief Justice Roberts spoke. Evan Thomas, who was her biographer. Um, Her son, her youngest son, Jay O'Connor, who so captured her personality, had everybody laughing. There was a homily by the Bishop of the Episcopal Diocese of Washington. One of her clerks, one of Justice O'Connor's clerks, became a Presbyterian minister. And she gave a reading and, and did some of the prayers, and so did the grandchildren. The justices were there. There was a lot of security because of the president being there. So we had to get, and they were like, get there early. Mm. Don't bring a big bag. I actually measured my bag ah. to make sure that I could get it through security. It was beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad you were yeah. there. My friend and my clerk for Chief Justice Rehnquist, and she's like, let me just tell you. I, she, she doesn't seem like the kind of person who would cry. And she's like, I want to tell you, I cried from beginning to end. My advice to you is pack your tissues because mm. it's so moving. 
And I did not cry at all until the very end. I don't even know if I can say this without crying, but it, we all sang America the Beautiful. And you, you just lost I did. It. I lose it even thinking about it. Well, Gretchen, you want me to read the middle verse? Because you said you didn't remember. Yes, I, yes it, it was so meaningful cry. for her. So this is the middle verse of America the Beautiful. Oh, beautiful for heroes proved in liberating strife, who more than self their country loved and mercy more than life. America, America, God mend thine every flaw. Confirm thy soul in self-control, thy liberty in law. That is so apt, Gretchen, for her. Yeah, you know, in my little happiers, I often talk about my America feeling and about the great dreams of the United States, and it just makes me choke up, and that makes me choke up because, you know, liberty and law, that was that was really what Justice O'Connor strove for, and it just it makes me cry just thinking about it even now. Well, Gretchen, I love hearing about this, and I know you wrote about your reflections when you got the news, so definitely link to yes. that. And even though I'm crying, it's transcendent tears, so. Yes. Yeah, it was very, very moving, very meaningful. And Gretch, what is our quotation this week? Well, appropriately, this is a quotation from Justice O'Connor. So in 2018, when she announced her retirement from public life, she reflected on her career and she wrote this. Not long after I retired from the Supreme Court 12 years ago, I made a commitment to myself, my family, and my country that I would use whatever years I had left to advance civic learning and engagement. I feel so strongly about the topic because I've seen firsthand how vital it is for all citizens to understand our Constitution and unique system of government and participate actively in their communities. It is through the shared understanding of who we are that we can follow the approaches that have served us best over time, working collaboratively together in communities and in government to solve problems, putting country and the common good above party and self-interest, and holding our key governmental institutions accountable. And then here's another thing. I can't resist, right? Justice O'Connor gets two quotations. Mm -hmm. And she's very famous for saying this. I think that this, in the end, will be one of the things she's most often quoted for saying. She said, knowledge about the ideas embodied in the Constitution and the ways in which it shapes our lives is not passed down from generation to generation through the gene pool. It must be learned anew by each generation. Yeah, such wise words, Gretchen. So, Elizabeth, are you feeling more happier? I am feeling more happier. Thank you, Chuck. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram and threads and TikTok at Gretchen Rubin. And I'm on threads and Instagram at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And for everything related to this episode, links, photos, and more, go to happiercast.com. Bye, Gretch. Bye, Elizabeth. The best time to start a happiness project is 20 years ago. The second best time is now.
Wait, so Gretchen, how many clerks were there? I think it was 86. Wow. And I think somebody told me that that was like 75% of the clerks could come. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah because she had four a year um, plus some single ones after she retired but was still doing things. So there were a lot of us. Yeah. That's yeah. great. From the Onward Project. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.